Today, we're talking about a deadly train crash in India, tension between the U.S. and China on display at a security summit, the latest jobs report, and other top news for Monday, June 5th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the verse of the day. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with salvation. Psalm chapter 149, verse 4. Let's get started with some espresso shots. A horrific train crash in India Friday killed almost 300 people and injured 1,000 more. The sequence of events leading to one of the nation's deadliest train accidents ever is unclear. Three trains were involved, two passenger trains and a freight train. Authorities believe a signal failure led to the collisions. The number of trauma patients from the crash has overwhelmed local hospitals, and high temperatures have made rescue efforts more challenging as workers race to uncover survivors or remains among the mangled cars. India's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi, visited the Odisha State crash site Saturday and pledged all possible assistance to the victims. The state declared a day of mourning. Anger over India's aging infrastructure, including railways, is growing, along with calls for authorities to confront safety issues. The promise of heaven does not remove the pains of this world, but it does give us hope, strength, and peace during life's most difficult seasons. Join us in praying for hope, strength, and peace for the families and first responders in Odisha, India. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more, because the previous things have passed away. Things are tense between the U.S. and China. China's new defense minister, Li Shangfu, made his first international appearance Sunday, speaking at a security summit in Singapore. Li told the U.S. to mind your own business, to avoid problems, referring to two military provocations recently initiated by China. Saturday, a Chinese warship crossed 150 yards in front of an American warship in the Taiwan Strait, forcing the U.S. Navy destroyer to maneuver to avoid colliding. A week prior, a Chinese fighter jet crossed paths with an American reconnaissance plane over the South China Sea. Prior to the forum, Lee rejected an invitation from the U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to meet and discuss escalating tensions between the two superpowers, though the two did shake hands and speak briefly at a summit dinner. Pray for the peace that Jesus brings to be displayed in all places in the world where there is tension, anger, and discord. Ask for God's peace to rule in the hearts of all civilians and leaders. Jesus, in John chapter 14, verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. The U.S. economy is continuing its How to Send Mixed Signals Masterclass. Friday, the Bureau of Labor Statistics announced that the U.S. economy added 339,000 jobs in May, far exceeding the expected 190,000. Investors gobbled up the news. The Dow Jones closed Friday, up 700 points, its best day this year, and the S&P 500 rose 1.5%. There are also signs of skittishness. 
Unemployment rose from 3.4% in April to 3.7% in May, due in part to a significant decline in self-employment. Additionally, wage growth has slowed and fewer employees are quitting, characteristics of a slowing, not growing, economy. The conflicting signs are muddying the waters for the Federal Reserve, which meets next week. For now, it's expected to maintain current interest rates. Regardless of whether the broader economy is struggling or thriving, Christians should seek to give generously of our time, talents, and resources to those in greater need. Reach out to your local church to see where help is needed. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16 says, Don't neglect to do what is good and to share, for God is pleased with such sacrifices. This episode is sponsored by The End of the Road Podcast. Visiting a city across the country can be fun. Seeing new landmarks, trying a signature food, finding out if they say soda or pop. But what about places where nearly everything is different? The End of the Road podcast will take you to some of the most challenging and remote places on the planet. Hear first-hand accounts of what life is like and what God is doing in the jungles of Congo, a war-torn city in the Middle East, and other places with cultures you'll likely never get to experience. If you want to hear fascinating stories, experience wild and remote places, and have your heart more inclined towards Christ, listen to the End of the Road podcast, available anywhere you listen to podcasts. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. Moscow says pro-Ukrainian militants brought heavy shelling and a suspected drone attack to the Russian region of Belgorod. Russian civilians were partially evacuated. Separately, Ukraine claims that Putin is restricting Ukrainian grain exports from the Black Sea ports again, despite a UN-brokered deal. A few Senate Democrats joined their Republican colleagues to pass legislation nullifying President Biden's executive order, canceling up to $20,000 in student debt for millions of borrowers. Biden has promised to veto. That leaves the fate of the program in the hands of the Supreme Court, which is expected to rule on its legality by early July. The Justice Department has concluded its investigation into former VP Mike Pence's handling of classified materials and won't be bringing charges against him. Pence, who is expected to announce his presidential candidacy Wednesday, reportedly was unaware the documents were there and alerted federal officials once the documents were found. Similar investigations into Presidents Biden and Trump are ongoing. YouTube is reversing its election integrity policy. First implemented in December 2020, the company says it will now leave up content that says fraud, errors, or glitches occurred in the 2020 election because leaving the policy in place may curtail political speech without meaningfully reducing the risk of violence or other real-world harm. W-I-N-N-E-R Dev Shaw, a 14-year-old from Largo, Florida, won the 2023 Scripps National Spelling Bee by correctly spelling Samophile, which is an organism that prefers sandy areas, but you knew that already, right? He's walking away with over $50,000 in cash and prizes. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Wednesday.
Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.